0: This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Well, we knew we were told that the charges would be flimsy. We we were told the case against Donald J. Trump in New York City would be weak, but we had no idea it would be this week. The charges? You're wondering what the charges would be? Well, uh, I've read the indictment. I've read the statement of facts. I've watched all the analysis. And I'm pretty sure I got this right. We don't know the charge. There is no charge. It's, it is, this is a remarkable thing. The DA was asked about the charge the, that, that makes these misdemeanors a felony. His answer, eh, I don't have to tell you. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm no lawyer. I'm no legal expert. But uh, I was always under the impression that the accused... Was had a right to know what he was being charged with. Well, Donald J. Trump does not know. Nobody knows. Alan Bragg, Alvin Bragg, I guess, I guess he knows. And maybe the people in his office knows. And of course, uh, Joe Biden knows the whole Democrat machine that put this thing in motion. Maybe they know, but Trump doesn't know. I don't know the average American who watched this absolute travesty. This, this mockery of justice, if you watched it, you were left with one big question. What's the crime? The, uh, as we know, as we've talked about for days now, they are charging him with a bunch of misdemeanors. The statute of limitations ran out on those misdemeanors. The only way that they can charge him now is to elevate the misdemeanors to a felony, to claim that the uh, bookkeeping errors that they made that the Trump Organization made were that they made those to cover up a bigger crime, a felony. According to Alvin Bragg, there is one, he's just not telling us what that is. I'm telling you, I understand what's going on here. I think we all understand. It is uh, a, a big operation designed to get Trump, to stop Trump, to hurt Trump, I do think They would be okay with him winning the primary and facing the empty husk of a man in the White House in two years, less than two years, but they want to damage him. They want to hurt him. That's what they live for. There's a whole movement out there whose lives are dedicated to hurting Donald Trump. And this is one of the ways they've come up with. I know they have other cases pending many, many other cases in Atlanta, in Washington, they got a special prosecutor Who's uh, out to get him? Um, all of this will be happening during the campaign. His next arraignment in New York is December, a month before the first primary. This is a this is one big diabolical conspiracy. And if I sound like I'm off the rails, there's a good reason for that. What we're witnessing right now is unprecedented. It's insane. It is. It is nefarious. It is sinister. this is it's it this is crazy, absolutely crazy. Even left wingers, even Democrats, even uh, legal analysts on uh, some of the Democrat uh, cable networks, and we can get to that, are uh, admitting that this is not the strongest case that they could possibly uh, have against Trump. But what we saw yesterday was just surreal. A former president forced to sit in the OJ seat, two lawyers on one side, two lawyers on the other, a, a cop, a a, a large uh, uh, African-American cop with a mask behind him, all designed, designed to make Trump look like a, uh, a villain. And I suppose they think that it worked. I suppose they're happy today. They made him come. They made him face charges. They made him... Uh, come to New York and plead not guilty to 34 felony counts, which aren't really felonies, at least not yet. And you can read the indictment for yourself. It is almost comical. It's just 34 charges, all the same, one after another, just changing the dates, just change the dates, make it another felony for a uh, alleged uh, hush money payment in, in, in a campaign where they spent a billion dollars Both sides. They're charging him for a felony for spending $130,000 to get his uh, former girlfriend to sign an NDA and keep her mouth shut. Happens all the time. It's happened in many campaigns. Uh, Bill Clinton spent $850,000 to make Paula Jones go away. Paula Jones was a victim, it wasn't a consensual relationship. He forced himself on her. John Edwards, we know, paid hush money. We know uh, Hillary Clinton. Um, paid for the steel dossier. She had to pay a fine. That's it. The most amazing thing to me, and it's getting, and we've repeated it many times. So is a number of other people is this case was reviewed by all kinds of Trump haters. Cy Vance, the former uh, DA, the federal election commission looked at this and decided not to bring charges. There was no case. Alvin Bragg initially looked at this and decided there was no case just so you know, he changed his mind after a visit from an emissary from Joe Biden, from the Biden administration, who is behind this plot. I have no doubt uh, we can get to Biden's reaction, which will just send chills up your spine. We have a real monster in the White House, in case you didn't know. I honestly believe him, maybe maybe not just him, because obviously He's, he's got dementia. He's not really sure entirely what's going on. But he is sure that he hates Trump. He is sure that he wants to hurt Trump. And that's what this is all about. So they convince uh, Bragg to elevate these misdemeanors to a felony and uh, get Trump. And what does Biden do? Sits back and smiles. Yeah, let's get to this re- reaction. Because first of all, you got Corinne Jean-Pierre lying her ass off saying that Joe Biden had nothing to do with this, didn't know it was going to happen. I, I understand she's a liar. That's what she does. She's a, that's her job. She's not very good at it because she's not smart enough or, or cunning enough the way, the way John Kirby is or other spokespeople for Biden have been. But uh, she's asked about the uh, charge. She says Biden knew nothing about it. Just like he knew nothing about the raid on Mar-a-Lago, we later found out. He ordered the raid on Mar-a-Lago. Of course he knew. I mean, it's insulting to people to say, oh, I knew nothing about this political hit job on my primary uh, uh, opponent in the next election. But watch this and tell me this isn't just the most spiteful, arrogant SOB you've ever seen. He's the president. His opponent in the next election has just been charged with, with 34 felonies forced to plead guilty, didn't get handcuffed and mugshotted. We can get to that. But it was embarrassed, was forced to go through this because that's what the, the Biden machine, the Biden regime wanted. So he's asked about it. This, I'm sorry, there's an obligation here to address this. There's an obligation to answer this question, to show some respect for the American people who want to know what the president thinks about his... Uh, opponent being indicted in New York City, uh, but no, he doesn't feel any obligation to answer the question. In fact, he gives this just evil grin and laughs at people who would like to know what he thinks about the biggest story in the country. Go ahead, and play this and tell me this guy. Tell me, you, <laughs> tell me you, this guy doesn't know everything they're doing behind the scenes to get his opponent to rig the next election you know kind of like they rigged the last one with their friends in big tech but uh, let's watch
1: Is <laughs>
0: just smiles. I mean, he, he knows he got this done. You know, he knows, obviously, there's, there's no crime, there's no case, but he doesn't care. He's using the every every uh, asset he has at his disposal to get Trump. Uh, I think if you watched the reaction from, from Democrats and the media, same thing, uh, you could tell they knew they didn't really have much of a case, but they didn't care. This This is just so so wrong, so un-American, just so diabolical. Let's 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 get this stooge, this half a moron, Alvin Bragg, who in his press conference was so remarkably unimpressive. <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, I'm I'm not sure he got a, how he got into Harvard Law, but uh, I don't think he was uh, the valedictorian. I don't think he was the star student at Harvard Law. I don't think he even knows exactly what he's doing other than taking orders from Washington to do anything he can to hurt Trump, to damage Trump going into the next election cycle. Um, I don't even know how you're supposed to defend yourself when you don't even know the charge. How does that work in this country? You don't know exactly what they have on you, What? how they're going to elevate the misdemeanors to, to felonies, and you're supposed to... Come out, devise a, a defense. I know they have uh, whatever nine months to do it, but how do you defend yourself when you're not even sure what the charges? This this feels, and we say it all the time: banana republic stuff, third world stuff. It's worse than that. This is this is a a, a president using everything at his disposal to uh to get to stop his opponent because he knows he is likely to be the nominee and he hates him so much they hate him they don't want to face him fair and square at the ballot box they want to stop him to hurt him to before he gets to the uh to to election day 2024 but let's go through it the whole thing was just so amazing we we get to see the scene on the uh out in the street, Marjorie Taylor Green showed up, uh, kind of got drowned out by a bunch of crazy Trump haters. There were some skirmishes. I don't think there were any many arrests. Again, Trump people, MAGA people, even the dumbest MAGA person knows the whole thing was a setup and they were just itching to put them in solitary and leave them there. Uh, so I think they were fairly well behaved. Obviously, the Trump haters were much, much more aggressive, more violent. They know they, they'll face no charges. They know even if they get arrested, they'll walk immediately. See if you can get that crazy woman. This, the, the, this was the highlight of the scene. Not not Marjorie Taylor Green. the other crazy woman. Uh, she's, she's a black woman who painted herself white. She's almost naked. She has like little pasties on her breasts and she's just this screaming. The only crime and that back. I have committed is to... Sorry, <laughs> no, That's that's not the crazy person I'm looking for. <laughs> There's so it's, many to choose from. <laughs> it's uh yeah, I mean it is New York City, but the, you know, and and like I said, if I were there I'd go down and check out the scene. But uh, there were there weren't too many luminaries there. I'll give Marjorie Taylor Green credit. She's got guts. This is a good place to get attacked violently to get hurt. And uh she showed up anyway. She made a little speech. She she wasn't really very effective because Again, the crowd just overwhelmed her. It's what they do. But uh, um, the, uh, obviously the Trump, the Trump haters, that's, this is their home turf. They were in New York City, so they kind of uh, overwhelmed the Trump supporters. Trump had much more support when he got back to Mar-a-Lago and gave his speech last night. Um, I was very impressed with the speech, I have to say. I was a little worried that he might be, I don't know, a little unhinged. He's got to be bitter. I know. I would be bitter, knowing that it's not. This is this is a, okay. If you're a one of the Trump haters, if you're a Democrat, like if you're one of the people who were rooting this sham indictment on, this is the uh, the face of your crowd, of your team. <laughs> this woman uh, just goes crazy. People tried to interview her. And uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what her thing was. Just, uh, just an insane New Yorker, I guess. But do we ever sound? Because she went nuts.
1: Why, why are you going in here and calling uh, all the white people in here racist? No, I'm calling them dumb Republicans. No, you're calling them racist. Yeah, you're, you're calling the are, white all, all white racist. people are racist. All white people, people are fucking racist. Why are you racist? trying to
2: instigate violence right now? Because
1: I'm black and I like violence. Yeah. I'm, I like violence. Yeah. I'm an animal. So I'm so, an animal. So, I'm a black so, animal. So, I'm a black animal. Let's kill all white people.
2: Yeah, baby. So Biden
1: 2024.
0: Biden 2024. Oh Biden. Biden 2024. Oh oh Biden, Biden, Biden 2024, oh oh 20 baby. Biden 2024, bitch. Hey, you ever seen performance art? Obviously not. Because wow. It's I'd, not I'd say too. it was nice of a no uh, man, nice of Madonna to make an tour. appearance. What? I guess the person with her said it was performance art what that's performance art I guess I'm not uh, I, I mean it's better art than uh, hunters hunters finger paintings which were for sale down the street for a half a million bucks each he'd got a he's got another uh, exhibit this weekend by the way so if you missed that chance last chance to snap up one of uh, hunter's doodles I think you can get it this weekend at that uh, at that uh, gallery in Soho but The, 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 here's what people have to understand. People on our side is that the gloves are off. All bets are off. Whatever cliche you want to use. They're using the security state. They're using law enforcement. They're using the judicial system. They're using anything at their disposal to stop their enemies. They don't care about decorum. They don't care about norms. They don't even care about the law. This is a, a, a knife fight and they got a gun and, and we're looking around saying, hey, these charges don't seem really legit. They don't care. Alvin Bragg, to me, I mean, obviously he wasn't, didn't come across as a very bright man, but he doesn't seem to have any concern for the propriety, for the, uh, for the law. I mean, it was, this is, to them, in their mind, an existential battle. Trump must be stopped. Trump people must be spot. We can't allow it to go to the voters again. They allowed that in 2016, and they are not going to allow it again. I think people on my side, on on Trump's side, have to understand that, that this isn't about the law. He didn't didn't break laws, and even if he did, these are never enforced. These are minor infractions, bookkeeping violations, and they're attempting to put a president— In prison for it, and they're being cheered on, obviously by the their friends in the media and uh, in Hollywood and academia. There's just this, all the levers of power are controlled by the people who hate Trump, and they're willing to use that power to stop him. And they don't care if it's right or if it's legal or if it's uh, un-American. That's irrelevant to them. They want to win. They want to stop this evil orange man who disrupted their worlds for four years. I mean, they, as he pointed out in his speech last night, it began before he took office. They came up with the phony Russia hoax. Uh, By the way, one of the architects of that was Joe Biden. Another architect was Barack Obama. These are the powerful people behind this, this movement. And it'll continue from New York to Atlanta, back to Washington. And it's not going to stop. They want to continue to beat up Trump to hurt Trump, to slow Trump down before the 2024 election. They'd be okay, I think, if he's the nominee. They'd certainly rather face Trump than DeSantis, but they want a wounded Trump, and that's what they're doing here. People have to understand, and we get caught up. They bring in lawyers and legal analysts, and they go through the law, and they go through the indictment and the summary of facts, and I'm sitting there going, this guy doesn't care. I mean, Alvin Bragg he didn't stand up there and say. I mean, actually, let's get to the the, the greatest soundbite of all from yesterday. Let's get to brag talking about how they're not going to stand for people violating the law in New York City. A man who has essentially legalized violent crime, who's got rid, you know, who, who's gotten rid of cash bail, who's downgraded fifty-two percent of the felonies to misdemeanors, who has eliminated resisting arrest as a crime, encourage criminals to fight with cops, to run from cops. That's the district attorney. That's not some crazy NAACP lawyer or Southern Poverty Law Center. This is the district attorney in the biggest city in the country saying, telling criminals out there, I got your back, I got your side. This is a guy who doesn't like cops, who doesn't believe in prisons. This is the guy in charge of enforcing the law in New York City and he wanted to make it clear yesterday after charging a former president with the uh, with bookkeeping errors that he's not going to stand for people who are who are breaking the law in his city. Let's listen to this absolute fraud. Go ahead.
2: Donald Trump was arraigned on a New York Supreme Court indictment returned by a Manhattan grand jury on 34 felony counts of falsifying business records in the first degree. <laughs> Under New York state law, it is a felony to falsify business records with intent to defraud and an intent to conceal another crime. That is exactly what this case is about. 34 false statements made to cover up other crimes. These are felony crimes in New York state, no matter who you are. We cannot and will not
0: normalize serious criminal conduct. <laughs> that is just amazing that he could say that. We cannot normalize crime in, in the city of New York, which is exactly, that's what he did the day he took office. That's what he campaigned on. Hell, normalizing crime, and criminal conduct, and he campaigned on getting Trump. He was going to get Trump. Again, it's he's it not looking for a crime. He's looking for a man and then finding the crime that he could charge the man with. That's what he promised to do. That's what he's doing. And if you don't think the whole thing is rigged, there's not a New York jury. I mean, they won't move the case. I know Trump wants to move the case to Staten Island. Trump got like 10% of the vote in Manhattan, just like the DC juries that continue to convict January six people like in record time, he knows the whole thing is rigged. Let's go over it. Alvin Bragg's a, a, a Trump hater, a, a radical leftist, backed by George Soros, whose goal is to destroy this country from within. Uh, the judge, uh, Mer, Mer, what's his name, Mercon. Uh The judge uh, is donated to Joe Biden. The judge's daughter worked for Kamala Harris and Adam Schiff. The whole thing is just a bunch of Trump haters conspiring to get the man and they know if they impanel a jury it won't even matter the evidence will be irrelevant they will just look at the evil orange man sitting there with his lawyers and say just tell me when tell me when i could vote guilty they don't care about the charges no they know they have that they know it's a deep blue district and they know anybody they sit on that jury We'll, we'll convict them of anything. I mean, they don't care if it's legit, if it's above board. Again, they fight dirty. There was a great uh, summary of this on The Federalist. David Harsani wrote this piece on The Federalist, calling, uh, writing, uh, um, Everybody's uh, nobody's above the law, question mark. Sure, sure. We all know that that there are two systems of justice we all know there are lots of people above the law we've certainly gone over the various crimes of hunter biden joe biden jim biden we know hillary clinton we know we know i mean you name it jo- james uh, clapper john brennan uh, james comey we know oh. democrats are above the law I, forgot there are two, comey. I mean think think of the crimes we've gone over this before over 400 crimes on video on the Hunter Biden laptop. We know Joe Biden's taking payments for the Chinese Communist Party and then sitting there smiling when asked about these trumped up charges against his opponent. But uh, this is uh, David Arsani in the uh, Federalist last night. He writes, if you're a conservative, your politics are evil. And if your politics are evil, you are probably evil. I imagine that was the rationalization used by Kamala Harris When reading obvious fabrications about Brett Kavanaugh into the congressional record, it is likely the rationalization of Lois Lerner and Merrick Garland, both above the law. When they weaponized government agencies against political opponents, it is almost surely the rationalization of Alvin Bragg. This is what justifies the contemporary left's increasing comfort with deploying the state to punish and destroy political enemies. For many progressives, the legal system isn't merely a tool for criminal justice, but a way to exact poetic political justice. That is it. This guy nails it. Their opponents are evil. Brett Kavanaugh was evil. He opposes abortion. What'd they do? They brought in some some crisis actors who who lied their asses off about him raping them and, and sexually assaulting them, just destroyed the man in front of his wife and parents. Was it true? Of course not. They knew it wasn't true. They knew it was all one big lie. They didn't care. And you know what else? The Democrats on the Judiciary Committee knew it wasn't true too. Kamala Harris knew it wasn't true. They just knew it, they, the important thing here was to stop Brett Kavanaugh. They failed, but they did their best to destroy the man. And they still call him a sexual predator and a rapist when they knew it was 100% fabricated, uh, the, 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 the women hadn't even met him who were accusing him of sexual assaults. Christine Blasey Ford, there was no record of her ever even meeting him. She just made it all up and they went along with it. The media of course went along with it. The Democrats went along with it. Why would those people care whether these, Trump, whether these uh, charges against Trump are legitimate or not? They don't care. They have the power. They have the DA, they have the judge. They will have the jury and they will make him sit there and fight these charges in December, January, February, as he's trying to win the nomination and return to the White House. They will do anything to stop him because he's evil. That's what they think, he's evil. He's Hitler. Why would you care about rules and norms if you were trying to stop Hitler? I mean, Hitler's evil. You do what it takes. You fight dirty. You you, you break the law. <laughs> You don't care. You lie, you cheat, you steal. Whatever it takes to stop Hitler, a.k.a. Donald Trump. And that's what we're seeing right now. Uh, The whole thing is just utter utter insanity, and it's just corruption is what it was. It's political corruption, beginning at the top with the most corrupt uh, administration in American history. Um, Trump, fortunately, was not given a gag order the judge did admonish him and tell him to refrain from statements that were, quote, likely to incite violence and unrest. Well, fortunately, he did that last night. He gave a speech. Uh, I, was, I was pleasantly surprised. It was disciplined. It was serious. He didn't mention horse face. He didn't attack Ron DeSanctimonious. He didn't spend a lot of time on the fake news. He just focused on the most important thing, the weaponization of the federal government, the weaponization of law enforcement and the judicial system to get their political enemies. And he's the big fish man. They know, he knows, everybody knows, everyone knows this whole thing is illegitimate, but they don't care again. They will do whatever it takes. Uh, I don't know if we have any sound from him last night, but I have to say, I was stunned. I thought he was gonna get crazy. I thought he was gonna really start lashing out and go off script. He didn't. He didn't even hardly make, he made like no jokes. You know, he didn't get any laughs. He was serious. He stuck to the teleprompter. He got through it. It was only 25 minutes. I thought it was going to be like an hour of just ranting and raving. That's so when he's, he, that's
2: that. usually when he steps in it though, when it's past 25 minutes.
0: Right. And I know I'm sure he was exhausted. It had to be a long day, a long two days, but I thought he did an, a, a damn good job for, for a change. I mean, again, I thought it'd be crazy. I mean, again, he's facing 136 years in prison in New York <laughs> And I'm telling you, if you're Trump, you know, it's all made up, you know, it's all political, but you know, they have the power and you know, they would love nothing more to put him in prison for fake Trumped up charges. They would love it. You know, they mean business. You know, they're not messing around. You know, they don't care about the law or the norms. That'd make me a little nervous. Even if you're, you know, a president, even if you're a billionaire, it would make you a little nervous. Uh, but do we have any from any sound from Trump last night? We still got a ton of sound
2: left. So I don't know if you actually want to hit uh, the ad and then we can continue after. Is this
0: still uh, let, let's play Trump and then we'll, then we'll get to our sponsor and then we'll get to my favorite uh, um, dispute of the day. I'll just give you the question and we'll get to it. Is Donald Trump Tupac? <laughs> Did I say that right, Ironhead? You
2: got it. That was that was like in the middle, but closer to
0: right. Yeah. Uh, old old white guy here. I called him Tupac, and uh, Ironhead corrected me before the show. Says it's Tupac. <laughs> it's not Tupac. Well, Tupac, Trump was compared to Tupac, and that pissed off some people. Some Tupac fans. <laughs> they can We have gone off the friggin' rails. Where someone compares him to Tupac, and someone else says. That's blasphemy. <laughs> uh, but let's listen to Trump last night at Mar-a-Lago in front of a friendly crowd. Everybody was there. You could see them all there. Uh, uh, you name it. Matt Gates was there. My pillow, uh, my, my man, Mike uh, Lindell, Carrie Lake, all the big Trump supporters were there. And he did a damn good job, I thought. Go ahead.
1: The only crime that I have committed is to fearlessly defend our nation from those who seek to destroy it. From the beginning, the Democrats spied on my campaign. Remember that? And now this massive election interference at a scale never seen before in our country, beginning with the radical left George Soros-backed prosecutor Alvin Bragg of New York. who campaigned on the fact that he would get President Trump. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. This is a guy campaigning. As it turns out, virtually everybody that has looked at this case, including rhinos and even hardcore Democrats, say there is no crime and that it should never have been brought. But now they have really stepped up their efforts by indicting
0: the
1: 45th
0: president did a good job. Got, you know, got plenty of applause, not a lot of laughs and and not a lot of riffs Uh, stuck to the script. Did a good job and uh, wrapped it up quickly and was all done. I think, I don't want to say he's nervous, but he is concerned because he knows it's not going to stop. He can't run a campaign while being arraigned in New York and Atlanta and DC, getting subpoenaed here. They're just going to just try to beat him into submission with uh, just immoral legal maneuvers. And uh, will it work? It certainly won't help. It certainly won't help. But uh, Trump's raised $10 million in the last five days. By the way, no mugshot, but Trumpkins are selling a fake mugshot t shirt. Well, I believe you can get a Trump mugshot shirt, but it's not real. Cause he didn't get a mugshot and he didn't get handcuffed. Uh, and he didn't, uh, get perp walked, didn't get put in an orange jumpsuit. You know why? Cause that would have backfired because that would have helped Trump.
2: Well, I think you and called, uh, you called that yesterday that they were going to fake the mugshot. Right. Well,
0: apparently they have, there's a fake Trump mugshot out there and you're going to see it on t-shirts and flags and I can't think of anything you could do to galvanize Trump supporters. Is it enough to, to win him the election? Well, here's the problem with analysis. It's, it's so far off. These people are just getting warmed up. It's, it's you know, the, a year to the primaries. And they got a lot more stuff they're going to throw at him to try to hurt him. So they, he's going to continue to galvanize his support. But the, the Trump haters, the, the, his, his opponents, his enemies are just not going to stop. Uh, Biden I believe they're scheming this from the top from the White House and they know next step Atlanta next step special prosecutor jack smith you know let's get these witnesses let's let's you know bring this evidence let's feed it to our friends the new york times and cnn it's just going to be not a a a tsunami of uh, political and personal attacks on trump and uh, you know what it worked last time. It worked last time. And, uh, they assume they will let They will stop at nothing. They can't allow him back in the white house. They can't allow him to pull the plug on the money laundering scheme. That is the uh, Ukrainian war. They can't, uh, they can't allow him to shut the Southern border. They can't allow him to investigate the Hunter Biden laptop. There's a lot of things, a lot of reasons they have to stop him. But, uh, Let's get to my favorite part. Uh, one of his lawyers, and let's be honest, Donald Trump hires the best lawyers. <laughs> I'm not talking about Joe Tacopina. I'm talking about uh, ha- Alina Hubba. Is that, do you think I have that right? Alina Hubba? More like Hubba Hubba. Alina Hubba. Alina Hubba Hubba. Hubba. Elena Hubba. Elena Hubba, Hubba. <laughs> she, she did an interview and she was asked about how arresting him is just going to increase his popularity among his base and uh, get the people fired up and emboldened to support him. And she made the, uh, the mistake of comparing him to Tupac. <laughs> and so TMZ, what is TMZ immediately calls up a Tupac family member for reaction. <laughs> we have gone, we've gone off the deep end here, but let's listen to uh, Trump's, uh, Easy on the eyes, lawyer. Uh, talk about the uh, the favor they're doing to Donald Trump by increasing his popularity among his among his people. Go ahead.
1: Those things I can tell you, many, That's purely uh, politically motivated theatrics. There's just no need for that. It would be the most viewed photograph I think on the planet. I, I don't think there'd be a more more viewed it's photograph. Disgusting. And and Democrats are saying, "Don't you dare do this." David is like, "Don't you dare do this. You're going to turn him into Johnny Cash. You're you're going to turn him into Tupac." Yeah, Tupac. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Is Donald Trump Trump prepared to be Tupac? Donald Trump is Tupac. Donald Trump's Trump's B. Smalls. He's better than Tupac. I mean, I'm East Coast, right? So I love, I love, I love. But no, Donald Trump is his own brand. I mean, he is everything. And I I just think he's, this is just going to boost him. We've seen it in the polls. I mean, it's not a question, it's a fact. We've seen his polls go up. He's up, what, 30 points? Uh, And I heard somebody say the other day, I can't remember what program it was. If you're a Nikki Haley, if you're these other candidates, like just stop now. because
0: (laughs) Get out. (laughs) Uh, That's the unfortunate thing. I was looking forward to the primary with uh, Ron DeSantis at least and and others and Vivek Ramaswamy. But I feel like uh, Trump has won the nomination. I I feel like uh, Alvin Bragg and Joe Biden have handed the nomination to maybe, you know, that's what they want. Cause they know it's just the beginning and they're going to continue to just cut his legs out from under him. But so TMZ, that was, uh, um, uh, Alina Habba with Benny Johnson on, uh, on the Benny show podcast. She said, Donald Trump is Tupac. Donald Trump is Biggie Smalls. He's better than Tupac. Tupac's sister Seth Shakur told TMZ that Habba's comments were blasphemous. <laughs> so, uh, Tupac, who you we know, I mean, I just looked at his rap sheet. You know, he's, he shot two cops. He's, you know, imprisoned for a sexual assault. I mean, all kinds of... Great musician. Crime, all kinds of crimes. Uh, and uh, Seth Shakur responds to Ahaba and says her comments were blasphemous. My brother was measured by his integrity, his principles, and personal and collective responsibility. She pointed out her brother took responsibilities for his actions during a sexual abuse trial admitting he had become so involved in my career that I didn't see this coming. I have no shame. I haven't, I don't feel shame. And she didn't think Trump did the same. So <laughs> Trump, it's not, this person thinks it's blasphemous to compare Trump to Tupac. <laughs> You'd so have to shoot Alvin Bragg and then he can be Tupac. Yeah, if you shot Alvin Bragg and then, well, we don't have to get into that. I mean, I, I guess, you know, they both had sexual improprieties. I'm, I'm tired of people denying that Trump had an affair with Stormy. I know she denied it, but we're past that. I mean... <laughs> She so he had an affair. We know he's he was uh, he liked the ladies. Well, but no one voted for him because they think he was the perfect husband.
2: The, the part it that's blowing him. my mind with this whole thing is they estimated that New York City spent about two hundred million dollars yesterday. And the yes. first thing that the judge did was grant Trump basically the amount of money this whole thing was over from Stormy Daniels for his right. lawyers.
0: A, a different judge just awarded him another one hundred twenty-two thousand. She violated the, de- the non-disclosure, and she, she, she's gloating on Twitter, and uh, she's the one losing money. She was ordered to pay 300000 I believe, initially for legal fee- fees when she sued him for de- defamation. It failed. I mean, what's the point of having an NDA if you don't honor it? Right. <laughs> you know, you got hundred and thirty grand. You were supposed to go away. I, I still don't understand how that's a crime. Nobody does, but I guess we'll find out eventually. Maybe someday Fat Alvin will actually tell us what he's charging Donald Trump with. But, uh, all right, we got to move on. Uh, I want to get <laughs> to the latest with Jill Biden, the racist who didn't want to just have, you know, the black girls at the white house. She wanted the white girls to come too. So now we know the truth about, uh, about jill biden we got to get to this uh, school superintendent in in massachusetts who lost his job for calling ladies you ready for this ladies (laughs) oh but first a recession-proof investment without compromise. European American Armory Corp, or EAA Corp, has specialized in providing high-quality, innovative, and reasonably priced firearms to the U.S. market since 1990. Choose from a wide selection of unique and traditional pistols, whether you're looking for a concealed carry, revolver, shotgun, or competition pistol, EAA Corp has it. EAA's 1911 series comes in compact carry or full-size in three popular calibers. First-time gun owner? No problem. EAA Corp. All-in-one 9mm MC9 Striker Fire Pistols come fully equipped in a sleek, light, ergonomic package ideal for everyday carry. In addition, their lineup includes MC312 series of 12-gauge shotguns for hunting, sporting, tactical, or personal defense that will exceed your expectations. There's a limited lifetime warranty on every series available today from EAA Corp. EAA Corp says get the quality firearm you've always wanted and save yourself a lot of your hard-earned money. Visit eaacorp.com to learn more and order online or through your local dealer. Uh, and I know there was all kinds of I – mean, I, I could do this Trump thing all day. Do you want to get – do you want to – Get to the Rachel Maddow sound. That's pretty funny stuff. I was gonna say before we still we got the Maddow that. sound. We got oh, the we uh supercut. The
2: supercut. Super
0: super cut. Cut. Yep. Uh yeah, we should do the media's reaction before we get to Jill Biden. We also we have enter. CNN, uh
2: saying that it was underwhelming.
0: <laughs> CNN, yeah, there was I mean, some people were being honest. They were saying it's underwhelming. I heard uh you name it, John Bolton, various legal analysts saying uh We were hoping for a little bit more. (laughs) We were hoping we were really going to get the guy this time. But I want to do this supercut with the biggest bunch of phonies. The media, obviously, they're reveling in this. They love the idea of Trump actually going to jail, of Trump being Tupac. Uh, So they have to pretend it's a sad day in the United States. We're indicting former presidents. I mean, they're right. It is a sad day. It's the you know, this is something that happens again in third world countries. It's not supposed to happen here. <laughs> the president uses all the means at his disposable, disposal to destroy his political enemy. It's never happened before in 247 years. It took a special kind of monster like Joe Biden, a truly diabolical, sinister man, to do this. And the media, who are 100% on his side, and hate Trump as much as he does, they want you to think they're sad. Let's listen.
1: It's a sad day for America. Hard stop. This is no Hard time stop. for celebration. Uh, you know, I think it's sad. I have fought Trump for a long time, but I'm sad that this has happened.
2: How are you feeling about a historic day? I, you know, it's
1: it's sad. And this is a day of profound sadness that an ex-president
0: uh, is indicted, but it's also a time to celebrate. Because it's a sad moment to see a former president have to do this, even though we feel it could lead to justice.
2: If, 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 you, if you don't see this, it's a sad day for America.
1: It's a sad day for America. It's a sad day. For well, I don't think anybody can consider it a good day. Regardless of anything, it's just really sad. It's a sadness, I, I think, uh, that we got to this point. I just want
2: to remain measured. The left, full of somber support. I think, really, this should be a somber <laughs> moment. It is oh. a serious, somber, solemn moment. It's obviously a somber moment, and it's,
0: just, it's a sad moment.
1: It's really a sad day when we get to this point.
2: Incredibly
1: sad day for our country. It is a serious <laughs> night. And a somber moment for our country. But this is a really sad moment and a perilous moment.
0: I mean, I, I think it is a sad day. It is a sad I chapter. I mean, honest to God, that's from uh, Tom Elliott. What a bunch of liars. Adam Schiff, Mika and Joe. Al Sharpton What you know, they're sad. A guy they hate more than anyone in the world. A guy they just despise. Hell, Joe and Mika used to be friends. They belonged to Mar-a-Lago. They turned on them and now they've become the leading Trump haters in the, in the, in the media. And they want you to think they're sad. It's sad that their enemy, the guy they despise is facing criminal charges, which makes them sad. Oh, that can only be taught by Rachel Maddow who decided to come into work. I don't know if you wear this. She works one day a week. Yep. Uh, makes like $30 million. I don't think anyone watches her, but she's still somehow a, uh, Idiot. Oh, yeah. Idiot. <laughs> She's sometimes a voice from the left, from the far, far left. And uh, she decided not to show Trump's speech last night. And once again, they'll get crushed in the ratings. But uh, let's listen to why. Why she explained they didn't want to show Trump's speech live, which is what most of the country wanted to see. It was only 25 minutes. It was it was a, a big, big news night, big night. <laughs> Something most people would like to see, but no, not her audience. She'll explain why. Go ahead
2: is making remarks tonight um from his home in florida as far as we can tell and what we were prepared for here is that this is basically a campaign speech in which he is repeating his same lies and allegations against his perceived enemies it is just getting started um so far he's just giving his normal list of grievances we don't consider that necessarily newsworthy and there's a cost to us as a news organization of (laughs) knowingly broadcasting untrue things so uh, our deal with you is that we will monitor these remarks if he does say anything newsworthy we will turn them around and report on that right away but Uh, For now, just know that it's happening and we're not taking
0: it. Untrue things. Our duty as a news organization is not to show you untrue things. This is MSNBC, the world headquarters for untrue things, for misinformation and disinformation and lies. She's sitting in the same set as Al Sharpton saying uh, as – Correct me if I'm wrong, that's the same set that Mike Barnacle sits at. (laughs) Mike Barnacle and Doris Kearns Goodwin and some of the biggest liars, plagiarists, thieves in the media, in the history of the American media. But they don't want you to hear from the former president who's just indicted because he might say untrue things like the fake news media is up there and they're lying again. But that's uh, the state of the media. They can't get enough Trump but they want you to know they're going to protect you from untrue things. (laughs) This is uh, the same woman who
2: went on the screen and matter of fact, said the vaccine stops the spread. That's
0: true. She said it over and over again. If you take the vaccine, you won't get COVID. So that woman doesn't want her audience to hear untrue things. God, that is priceless. I'm glad you didn't let me forget that one. All right, we got to get to one more before we get to Dr. Jill. I want to do Peter Doocy grilling. Corinne Jean Pierre, because these people are such liars, they're such despicable liars, and she's the worst. Corinne Jean Pierre says that they're not going to comment on uh, the indictment of a former president, indictment ordered by Joe Biden, and because they don't comment on, you know, ongoing legal matters, we'll uh, we'll refute that. But let's listen to this exchange between the great Peter Ducey and uh, KJP. Go ahead. Biden is a lawyer.
1: He and the president of the United States and the commander in chief. But go
0: ahead. Okay. He is, but uh, as
1: a lawyer, is he concerned at all that a local DA indicting a former president could, down the line, open up the possibility, set the president that local DAs that don't like former President Biden could indict?
2: Him? I'm not going to comment from here.
1: Why don't you have more to say about (laughs)
2: Trump? It is an
1: ongoing um, case, and I've been very clear about that. We've been prudent about that, not commenting on ongoing cases, and we're going to stick to that. But for better or worse, all that anybody in the country is talking about at this exact moment while we're in here is Trump. And they look here to find out what the White House thinks about it and... I think the American people should feel reassured that when there is an ongoing case like this one, that we're just not commenting.
2: And so does the lack of comment mean that you do not think anything happening in New York today? is one of the top issues facing the country at the moment
1: that's your assessment uh that's not my assessment i'm just laying out the facts that we are just not going to comment on an ongoing uh, case from here and we've been very consistent we've been very prudent and we're going to stick there
0: okay just to point out that is a bold-faced lie which is what we expect from corinne Jumpier and Joe Biden. They comment on ongoing cases all the time. I'll give you an example. Hell, I'll give you 1,000 examples. There are over 1,000 ongoing cases for January 6th defendants, and Joe Biden and KJP do not hesitate to comment on those. They They don't hold back. They comment on those. Those are their enemies, and they are loving the prosecution, the persecution of every single January 6th defendant, and they'll talk about that all day. And you know, behind the scenes, Joe Biden is sitting there going, Yeah, it's working. Jill Biden and all the, and Barack Obama and Susan Rice and all the rest of these despicable people are just loving this. Their Operation Get Trump is in motion. They get the whole thing mapped out. It's going to go from here to Atlanta to DC and then back to New York in December when he's attempting to uh, secure the nomination. And they're just, they're going to dog him all to, to his grave. That's what they're going to do, but uh, I right, we got to move. Let's uh, get to Shay, and then we'll get to Doctor Jill stepping in again. I'm starting to come around on your girl Angel uh, Angel Reese. Me too. She's she hates the Bidens more than I do. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's the dead of winter, but that doesn't slow down Shea Concrete. they got a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. If you're building a new home or remodeling and replacing an old staircase, Shea has great values With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you get a brand new front entrance. Go to Shayconcrete.com to learn more. Also, you can go there and look for a job. Right now, Shea is hiring. They've got between 15 to 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. All right, as you know, uh, LSU beat... Uh, Beat uh, Iowa in the national title game, the women's national title game. I watched well, about half of it or so on uh, Sunday. Um, Angel Reese is the classless star of the LSU Tigers who taunted the best player in the country, Caitlin Clark, at the end of the game. Her teammates were celebrating, coaches, families, and she was busy stalking Caitlin Carr, Caitlin Clark, pointing at her finger and uh, and doing the face. What is it? The John Cena face thing. You Just, can't see me. Just completely classless. Uh, uh, Keith Oldman called her an idiot. Um, uh, Dave Portnoy was just killing her on Twitter. All of that. All of those people who criticize are racist. Obviously you can't criticize a black player for doing something uh, classless. In fact, Deadspin added to their list of racial slurs. They said classless along with woke and thug and classless. So if you call a person classless, they better be white or you're a racist. So Jill Biden being the pander that she is, she went to the game, she saw the game and she said, we ought to, you know, not just invite LSU to the white house. Let's have Iowa come too." And immediately every single race hustler just jumped and started screaming, went through some of them yesterday. You can't do that. you got to invite the white team instead of just a black team. And it became this big divisive racial issue the way everything does uh, now. And it was good to see the Bidens get a taste of their own medicine. Dr. Jill backtracked and says, Oh no, forget the white team, just black team. We don't need the white team. And uh, Angel Reese, again, the classless star of LSU uh, was having none of it. She does. She's, she doesn't want to go to the white house now, unless The Obamas are there. She's willing to go see the black president, but not the white president, because I guess she was insulted, but Jill Biden was just trying to be a panderer. There was, I mean, let's be honest. It It was stupid, but it wasn't racist. She was just trying to say, let's all get along. Let's have everyone at the White House. Let's have a big party, a big show of unity and sportsmanship. Obviously, Angel Reese doesn't believe in sportsmanship, so she said, no, that's racist. And then she went on a podcast yesterday and said uh, first of all she said Jill Biden wanted to come in the locker room and they didn't want her, which is unbelievable. And also that uh, you know, she might not go to the White House because she's not a big fan of Jill Biden. Let's listen to some of the classless star of the LSU team.
2: A lot of phone calls, and that's why she wants to come out and apologize, but at the same time, the damage is I bad. don't accept the I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't accept the apology because mm. of you Jill, said what you Jill said. Biden. Yeah.
0: First lady, the, the first wife, lady. yeah. You said first lady. what you said, and
2: you, you met with I you said saw. what I said, and, like, yeah. you can't go back on certain things that you, you say. I mean, you felt like they, they should have came because of sportsmanship, right? They can have that spot. Like, we'll go to the Obamas. We'll, we'll, we'll see, <laughs> I'm going to see Michelle. There's, I'm going to see Barack. Uh, hold on, hold on. So did, did you guys speak to the first lady? No. Apparently, she was supposed to come to our locker room before the game, but we said no. Before the game? Yeah, they were all... She was supposed to come to our locker room, and go to Iowa's locker room. I don't know if she talked to the, the lock them. I don't know if she did, but we said we didn't want to, we didn't, we didn't want her coming what? to the locker room. I think Joe Biden had put somebody else to win a national championship. He didn't even put on his, his bracket to get out of the
0: Baton Rouge. So I, was- I love that. I'm, I'm telling you, she was not raised right. She is doesn't accept an apology. After winning the championship, you're supposed to say, yeah, I accept the apology, everything's fine. But no, doesn't want to go to the White House because Jill or Joe, which one did the bracket? She said, Joe, but Joe did a bracket and didn't pick him to win. So there's, I don't even know how many teams are in the women's tournament. What is it? 32 or 64 or whatever. So pick someone else to win. So she doesn't want to go to the white house. Honest to God. I mean, it's one thing to be a competitor, you know, and be cocky and a trash talker, but you won. Angel, you won, you're the champion. Now you could say, you know, let's go enjoy. let's go I'm going to go to the White House and enjoy Jill Biden wasn't being racist. that's she's again a pander and puke, but not racist. God, that's so absurd. and she doesn't want to she wouldn't let the, her in the locker room. By the way, Caitlin Clark came out and strongly defended angel Reese said, don't criticize her. it's a competitive game. We're passionate. there's trash talking and you know, even though, what she did previously had couldn't compare to what, what Angel Reese did. And Angel Reese is still trash talking. I mean, honest to God, just enjoy it. You won the national title. Everyone defended you. Uh, You're allowed to be classless now. I, we got to wrap this up. I never even got to the superintendent. Maybe we can get to that tomorrow, but if you, if you missed it, uh, it's a great story. Go to TV daily news and read turtle boys version of a a guy named Vito Perone. Was offered the uh, superintendent school position at the East Hampton schools in Massachusetts, and he wrote an email to the women on the board, the school board, and he wrote, "Dear ladies," they rescinded the offer because that's a microaggression. Oh, <laughs> Honest to God, I feel like this every day. This whole world gets crazier, ladies. He said he, he always thought ladies was like ladies and gentlemen. It was a very, it was a shine of respect, the term of respect. Mm-hmm. Nope, he called them ladies. So they rescinded their offer. It's like a hundred and fifty thousand dollar job. He's a very qualified candidate. Comes really highly regarded. They said we don't want you because you referred to a couple of ladies as ladies. <laughs> and now once again, Massachusetts is the laughing stock. Which town? Under. Which town was it? East Hampton. Uh, makes sense. East Hampton schools. You got all the details. This guy's resume is incredibly impressive. Played football at UMass and played. I mean, just a really well-respected guy. What that? But he called two ladies on the school committee. Ladies, honestly, that's that's a slur now. A slur that cost you a job. I can't believe you said that out loud right now. I <laughs> know. Oh, bleep that. <laughs> Check out TB Daily News. Turtle Boy, as always, has all the details, and it's just it's just unbelievable. But uh, we'll leave it there for today thanks to everybody everybody. thanks to Alvin Bragg thanks to Rachel Maddow thanks to Joe Biden thanks to Karin Jean-Pierre thanks to that crazy woman with the white paint all over her body God what a day what a country what a time to be alive anyway thanks Ironhead I'm Jerry Callahan this is the Callahan Show and we will do it again tomorrow I,
2: Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me Am I losing my mind? Or am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Take- like the show? Leave a five-star review
1: on Apple and Spotify.